Lights Up, Putney Theatre Company's podcast, where we discuss all our shows, news, views and general chit-chat about all things theatre. This week we feature a wide-ranging discussion prompted by themes of the new Putney Theatre Company production of Kinder Transport, a complex, challenging and powerful drama. It's an absolute must-see. So we're gathered here today to talk about Kinder Transport, mm-hmm. which is a new production at the Putney Theatre Company in the studio, coming up soon in February. We'll give you the dates right at the end. And I'm joined here by three very important people for the production. Perhaps you'd like to introduce yourselves. I'm Diana Denton-Baker, and I'm the director. And I'm Lil, the uh, mother who takes in the child. And I'm Sarah Gillings. I am acting as historical advisor. Excellent. So I wonder, Diane, if you could give us a synopsis of the play to tell us what's really going on. Right. Well, it's about the Kinder Transport um, scheme, uh, which brought about 10,000 children to England from Germany just before the war, uh, 1938, I think it was. They were sent by their parents to escape Hitler's regime, and sadly, a lot of them never saw their parents again. Uh, This is a story about Eva, uh, a young Jewish girl, who's sent to England by her parents and adopted by Lil and her family and how difficult she finds it to settle in to a new environment. Uh, Running concurrently in the play is, it interweaves between the past and the present. Her older self calls herself Evelyn and she goes into their storage room to give Faith, her daughter, some things because she's going off to live on her own. And the daughter finds papers and documents that show that her mother probably came over on the kinder transport scheme but never ever mentioned it. And she confronts her mother about this. And this is where the story gets interesting because her mother has hidden her past and is very traumatised by it. So, Carol... And it's a, it's a fascinating story, really, because you've got the mother-daughter relationship, all the emotions. Also, Faith, who's the daughter of Evelyn, who was originally Eva but changed her name to Evelyn. She's a single parent as well. Her marriage is obviously broken down. And so you've got all the different emotions coming through as well as survivor guilt and not knowing where her parents were. And shes I think she does worry about her mother, but she's tried to put that behind her. And my character, Lil, she's actually over-mothering of where, in a way, I've got my own two daughters, Margaret and Nora. Well, poor old Margaret and Nora have to play second fiddle to this evacuee. So there are all those dynamics going on in the play, which makes it quite interesting. Yeah, so there are lots of layers of truth 
Yes. yes. That's so from, right. from a historical point of view, then how have you... Yeah, it, it was written in about 1990, the play, and it calls on a lot of different elements of, of the stories that you read about uh, children who came as kinder. So the kinder transport started after the, the pogrom of 1938, uh, 9th of November, Kristallnacht, when it really became apparent that things were going downhill very rapidly for Jews in Germany um, and Austria and uh, Prague, um, Czechoslovakia also as as Hitler took over different places. So it illustrates a lot of the different dimensions of that experience. The children who came on the kinder transport, about 10,000 in all, came as unaccompanied child refugees. There was no right of refuge in the 1930s and their parents had no legal means to get into the country. So what you've got is parents sending their children away because they want to make sure their children have a future because they cannot find a way to get out as a family and you see that in the play and one of the things that's so powerful about it is you're seeing that historical narrative weave through the script as it's written at one point ever is trying to get her parents out and the most common way in which people were able to escape was to be on a domestic servants visa this is middle class uh, sort of jewish german jews who had servants themselves suddenly offering themselves to be cooks and gardeners and chauffeurs as a way to get out and you would see in the jewish chronicle the community newspaper desperate adverts looking for saying please please offer me an opportunity and of course it's the 1930s a lot of people haven't got a lot of money to spare there's a lot of suspicion so you, there's so many different historical elements and, and very accurate kind of psychological truths weaved into this really beautiful piece of theatre. So it feels like a very important piece of theatre to make sure that people don't forget because yes. with things like yeah. Windrush um, as well, yes. uh, these, these things sort of fade into history and you, we as a, yes. as a society deal with consequences without really understanding the depth of what's going on. So yes. that must have been a challenge to yes. bring that to bear. Yes, it is a challenge of a play, I think. But, of course, Kinder Transport has been very much in the news lately. I did know someone who... Well, I, I don't know whether they came over in the Kinder Transport, but I recently learnt that this woman and her husband came as servants. Now, they were actually very educated people, and they'd come from Vienna. Well, yeah. in the play, of course, the scene you have yes. with Ava saying, we the... must advertise for jobs for your yes. parents, and she says, they're not servants. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and doesn't realise that the only way, until Lil tells her, that yeah. she can come to, they can come to England is as servants. Mm. Yeah which is very sad. And it is the fate of many refugees. Yeah. Doctors doctors coming from India and from yeah. Afghanistan yeah. and, yes, and yes, so on. Yeah. Yes. Everything that you had and the life you had is taken away from you and yes. you have to find a way to start again. Yeah. And again, what the Kinder Transport tells us is about the that particular historical episode, um, about the broader dimensions of the Holocaust as a whole, but also the experience of a refugee. And those those experiences of refugees resonate down the years, unfortunately, and, and many of the, the issues raised about how do you accommodate those those choices yeah. you have to make, the, the compromise you have to make, are, are absolutely what refugees are experiencing today. So, it, you know, it is it is both particular in its um, historical narrative, but it is universal in the kind of stories it's telling. And as Carol says, it's also about mothers and daughters and yes. preparing your child to leave. Yes. And yes. there's also the, the this child has been sent over on the kinder transport, comes here, and then, of course, is trying to be evacuated mm. and mm. Uh, gets very upset, naturally, because I think she's thinking back to having been put on the train before. Yes. yes. And so she, well, she jumps off the train, really. Yeah. And I, as her step, as her foster mother, realise, actually, it isn't right to send her off as an evacuee, even though mm. all the other children and my own children 
are quite happily, I think, going off as evacuees. It isn't the right thing to do to, to this child who's already been evacuated from her family. And, and had country. a very traumatic journey. Yes. As yeah. well. Devastating yeah. choices for mm. yeah. all the, the parents. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And, and all the all the children were sent by train, uh, and they had to cross the border into Holland. And when they crossed the border into Holland, it was there was this sort of sense of relief because they'd escaped the Nazis. And then they went across Holland by train, and then they were evacuated via um, Harwich Hook of Holland ferry. And, mm. and most children arrived in Harwich, and then onto Liverpool mm. Street Station. And if you're interested, you can sort of see there's various places that you can see both Harwich and, and Liverpool Street. There are statues to sort of commemorate and remember these children coming in. And yeah, they arrived with nothing really. They were not allowed to anything with them of any value so they you know it's the proverbial you, you come with nothing and you have to start again yeah so how did you how did you tackle it from a performance point of view because these are very complex issues I think the difficult part was weaving the past and the present together yeah. and to make it believable to the audience the blocking of the play was quite difficult particularly in the small studio space but, but it's going to make it very powerful isn't it in yes yeah, the intimacy yes, intimate, intimate actually, of yes yeah. in a small space which is quite claustrophobic it's quite good gets the density everything <laughs> and uh, it's not a naturalistic play but uh, of course there are natural elements in it as well i think it's a very interesting play and the more i've got into it and as I've said in the programme notes that the cast have all been very interested in the subject you know instead of coming in and talking about gossip or what they did last night well they do that as well but they, <laughs> <laughs> they often talk about the holocaust and they know somebody who knows somebody yeah. and they've taken a real interest hmm. so i think it's interesting that you did who made the decision to have a historical advisor yes we did because hmm. sarah's been working at the jewish museum for many years and hmm. None of us know much about <laughs> It's about a sensitivity issue as well. Yeah, it? it's, I, I, it's how um, to talk about Yeah, I, I'm, I'm a former curator at the Jewish Museum and um, I, I spent a lot of time working with these kind of issues and we had a remarkable Holocaust education programme. So it's something, even though I no longer work in that, in that sector, I think is really important. And I've always... You know, I always sort of thought, oh, we should we should do Kinder Transport as a play at Putney. It's a great piece of theatre. Mm. And so when Diana said she was doing it, you know, I was very happy to, to uh, offer my involvement and just yeah, yeah and and just be uh, there if people had questions to ask. And it is it is exactly that it's sensitivity. It's mm. about getting some of those little elements right, but also. It, it's always the balance um, between the specific and the general. It, it is making, it's telling us bigger truths around history that are, are, are still relevant today, but it's it's so difficult to get right so you don't kind of make equivalences that are inappropriate. The experience of refugee is, is both universal and particular, so yes, you've got yes. to find a way of, of doing both of those things at once. And I think it's such a good piece of writing. I was saying that's the actors yeah. in the rehearsal, like trust the writing. It's mm. it's 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 very accurate. And it's it's a... They're not easy characters, no, are they? It is a true, based on a true story, I think. And yes. I've always worked, actually, with uh, Jewish bosses. So quite often the people I work with now are adding their two penneth and saying, oh, yes. And then we have, we're quite near the uh, synagogue in Wimbledon, so mm. we've got lots of people pop in with little stories for us. Yeah. Oh, do they? Yes, it's quite interesting. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. But it was interesting to see on the BBC uh, the other night, uh, they were interviewing one of the very few survivors, mm. and he was worried that, that, that it would all be forgotten, and mm. it would be just a footnote in history. Yes, so I it's do. good to try and yeah. keep it alive and keep yeah. people thinking about yeah. what awful things happen, yeah. really. Yeah.
And that's where a play like Kinder Transport is great because, yeah, mm. we are passing from that period of history where you can... That's what a lot of Holocaust education yeah. has been built on that personal testimony. Mm. So obviously there's been a lot of things to record people's mm. stories and, and present them through film and things. But the experience of listening to someone in a room tell you about what happened mm. to them as a child yeah. is incredibly yeah. powerful. And yes. we'll never be able to do that again once that you know generation um, is as no longer died, with us. Yes. But I think that's where art, mm. as a response to it, can kind mm. of help us keep that kind of emotional mm. engagement and truth alive. alive I think that's yeah. that's why it's it's such a it's yes. a great piece of theatre because mm. it has that emotional truth to mm. it, and and that people yeah, people made had to make terrible terrible accommodations mm. to survive. And well, yeah, so because humanity isn't about binary choices. No. no. As a parent, you make difficult choices all the time. In this circumstance, it's, you know, you're not, it's not even your own child. They've yeah. already gone through a terrible trauma. Mm. So there are so many layers of wrong. Yes. <laughs> so where, yeah. where, how, do you, how do you comfort? Yeah. How do you move yeah. forward? And I think the Jewish community do keep these things alive. I mean, when they have the Friday nights and the Seder mm. and everything... They rehearse the whole thing yes. about the yeah. journey out of. Well, yeah. you know about that, aren't we? Yeah, the, the, again, the, the, the Passover <laughs> yeah. Seder that features in the in the play, and it, the story that's told on Passover is the story of Exodus uh, and the saving mm. of the Jews from Egypt, and. Mm. And again, it's a very powerful narrative for for, for many yeah. Jewish families because, and again, it says in the play, yeah. this isn't just a sort of historical, well, you know, mythical kind mm. of past. This mm. is kept alive for each and every generation. And it has to be the youngest child yes. who has to tell the story. Mm. Yeah. The, you know, and and, and that's the, the pain again. The, yes. the, the, the youngest child has gone yes. away. So the, But it's um, teaching yeah. and keeping mm. that alive. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and, and the history of, of Jewish people is, in many cases, a history of Exodus and, and what do you have yeah. to do to survive. Mm. And so... That's what I think why Passover resonates with so many people, that sort of story of being saved and liberation. And, and it's mm-hmm. so, you know, and again, at the end of the war, when people liberated from the camps, they, they had a Seder service in the camps and remembering, you know, we, and the, the, the lines in the Seder are so powerful then in that circumstance, given what people have been yeah. through. So, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> Terrifying, but fascinating. So is there anything else you think we should be saying? Perhaps what about other members of the cast. How did the casting go? It was quite difficult, mm. actually. And Great think, cast. And though. I think uh, <laughs> really? we've got a very good cast. Mm. And they all seem very keen. And and sort of interested in finding out... Yes. yes. How many in the cast? Six. How, perhaps you could run through them for me. Oh, well, there's Carol <laughs> as Lil. She has one of the biggest parts. And she has to play the foster mother, but she also has to play the foster mother when she's 40 in 1938 <laughs> and when she's about 80 in <laughs> in 1980 and then there's the young girl herself Ilona plays her she's uh, not a young child but she's a young woman you don't really get the feeling that she's that traumatised as when she comes over she seems to quite enjoy of course she's desperate for her parents to join her and she realises that they can't in the end. But and she is supposed to be nine years old. So she is meant to be nine. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so you have to, yes, a bit of Suspendous poetic life. Not yeah. naturalistic. Not <laughs> naturalistic. <laughs> you, you did yeah. say that. Yeah. But it would be very difficult to get a nine-year-old girl. But, yeah. And she's, she's ageing at different points yes. in the place. Yes, yes. Yeah. So, yes um, she does. And then there's um, Evelyn, who is Eva when she's older. You realise that she's really repressed and doesn't hidden all her passed from her daughter and that is why her daughter gets very upset that 
she was never told about uh, her mother. And then there's Will, who's a rat catcher, but he also plays the postman and the Nazi official <laughs> and the, the guard, guard and <laughs> various the different grim jobs. <laughs> And uh, then there's Faith, Faith the, the daughter, daughter who... Well, she's very good, isn't she? Yes, she, she's, no, she's yes. great. But she kind of can't understand yeah. really why she's been kept in the dark by her mother. No, no. She's just... During the play, she's kind of getting to know her mother, <laughs> even though she's now grown up. She's yes, in her 20s. Yeah. And but it is also about parting of mother-daughter... Diane Samuel says in one of her books that it is, in the end, also a story about separation yeah. of mothers mm. and daughters and how difficult it all is. And the last character, Helga. And Helga. Oh, gosh. Oh, <laughs> Helga, yes. Helga's uh, the mother. Um, starts off very cheerful. And, well, she's, she's, giving preparing. Her, she's preparing her daughter to go off yes, to this other yes. place. Yes, so and she's saying, trying to be cheerful. And saying how well you've got to learn to do things yes. for yourself. Yes, yes. And I'm not always... She's kind of subtly saying, I'm not going to be there to be helping yeah. you all the that's time. That's right, that's yeah. right. Which, of course, Evelyn mm. never forgets that she and feels she, abandoned by her mother. She kind of later. misinterprets it. Yes. As her mother having rejected yes, her and yes, yes, not yeah. supporting yeah. her. But I think, as you as you said earlier, the play it has all these universal themes and very particular mm. issues that it's dealing with from the nineteen thirties. Yes. But it also brings out the the more intimate difficulties that we all have exactly. as yeah. parents, exactly. as children, exactly. and, you know, as we yeah. grow up and have children, yes. and yeah. we observe others who have children. You yes. see how we felt, and you understand. Yeah. The yeah. resentments that go on, yeah. but obviously yeah. this is a much more extreme yeah. version. Yeah. Yeah. So her seem does seem to draw everybody yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. And she said, Diane Samuel said, she realised when she was uh, her own son was going off to university, <laughs> and Faith comes in and says, to you, "Well, I don't want your teeth yeah. set. I want mugs." <laughs> and, her son, and she said her son was very <laughs> much the same. But she realised, mm. well, he's actually leaving home and. Mm. Yeah. How difficult mm. that is. Yeah. Completely mm. different dynamic. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And, and and the difference between this is how it should work. You yes. know, your child grows yeah. up yeah. and naturally leaves home and you prepared it and yes. then and this play illustrates a sort of yes. rupture when someone is forced to leave home yes. before they're ready yes. and then the impact yes. that has yes. Um, yes. sort of through the yes. generations. Yes. So, mm. you know, and that's the thing, it's it's a generational trauma. You sort of yeah. see it in a lot of families mm. who've refugees or survivors. It's like that trauma doesn't end with the person mm. experiencing it, is it is yeah. transmitted down generations. Yeah. It, it has yeah. a long term impact. Yeah. And yeah. you can you can see it in the play, the impact. Yeah. It's yeah. Uh, you yeah. know And the, you can relate it back to the Raj orphans who came way back in mm. the mm. early 20th century mm. and then the refugees who are coming and the way mm. people are sending their yeah. refugee the children yeah. over as refugees yeah. Yeah. now yeah. today yes, yes yeah. today yeah. Yes. parents having to make the same yeah. choices do yeah. i yeah. do i save my child by sending yeah. them away from me and, yes. and the yes. child will always say i want to stay with my parents and the parent will be like i'm i have to send you away mm. for your yeah. future and so again that yeah. split in, in in what the child wants versus what the parent yeah. thinks is going to be the best for them long yeah. term you know? mm. and the trauma those children have got to go yeah. through yeah. making yeah. their way yeah. and yeah. yeah and there's yeah. you know unaccompanied child refugees still today yes. um, yeah exactly there's yeah. a chap in uh, lord dubs who's uh, been very active in in talking about refugee children today came as a 
kinder transport child himself so yeah. he he knows what he's talking yeah. about when he's when he's when he's talking about the house yeah. of lords you know yeah. why it's important because yeah. he went through it himself yeah yeah so these are all very very important themes um it sounds like it is a play we must see <laughs> but it but it's it's fascinating and informative of period of history that we all think we know yes um, and so it'll be a wonderful experience for everybody okay thank you so much that was really really good really interesting thank you <laughs> that was great fun Kinder Transport runs from the 21st to the 25th of February in the studio. So do go to putneyartstheatre.org.uk for tickets as soon as you can. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe on your favourite podcast app and recommend to all your friends. See you next time. Thank you.